0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Town Manager Download, a podcast about local government and the town of Shrewsbury. I'm Kevin Mizikar, the town manager of the town of Shrewsbury, and as always, I'm joined by communications coordinator, Taylor Galusha. In today's episode, we'll be joined by Joel Kimball, the fleet management division manager, to discuss the newest division within the Department of Public Works and what he's been up to. What's going on, Taylor?
1: Nothing much, just getting off the weekend, we had a long weekend week before and now we're kind of back to normal again
0: so say i didn't have a long weekend
1: two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago two weeks
0: ago yep. today's
1: monday not a long weekend. <laughs> yeah anything fun on this normal not long weekend
0: uh, well this normal not long weekend uh kind of busy with some work stuff but um just recently went out skiing a couple times narrowing down the list for some college search stuff coming up uh, for my daughter and we're headed into dance competition season so that will fill many weekends in the near future until we get to hopefully warmer weather in the spring it's been cold
1: (laughs) it has been cold it's been rough
0: yeah some like real winter weather snow every other day and cold temperatures (laughs) and wind yep
1: my um. How about you? Yeah, we did. I went home to my parents and I dog sat our dog for them while they went to the Bruins game um this past weekend. They had a lot of fun and I had a lot of fun with my go. dog. So it's a win-win. It's a, it is a win-win. Um, did the Bruins win. They did nine to four. Oh yeah. Yeah, the
0: Canadians. Heard about that, um, some live texting action with yep, one of my friends. Yep. Yep. yep.
1: Um. But, yeah, Brady was not a super big fan of the cold weather. She just, even though she, when we would let her out, she would just stand there and stare at me. I don't know if it was like a, why did you Maybe send me out cold. here? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So just gotta do what I got to do for her. Yeah. She's top dog, literally. So. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on with uh, more worky things? What's up in the show? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, um, This past weekend, Friday Saturday was the Massachusetts Municipal Association conference, so I was,
1: conferencing
0: there, conferencing right. So um, it was a good conference. I think there was almost fifteen hundred people there. Oh wow! Which was which was probably the one of the largest ever turnouts for it, and all those folks got to see the Shrewsbury, mostly. Taylor Galusha won the annual town report, (laughs) second place, I guess, second place in the largest uh, population category. So that was awesome. Had the shrew featured on the the main screen in the opening session,
2: which was
1: great. Lots of pictures. Yeah. So yeah, I was pretty excited. Yeah, it was good. (laughs) So. Any highlights from the conference? What'd you learn?
0: Things yeah, like I went that. to a bunch of good sessions, heard from the governor and the lieutenant governor. So as far as the speaker goes, uh, Gina McCarthy, who is, um, you know, a climate expert and was appointed by President Biden to work on. Um, I don't know if she's a climate czar. I know that I know that title often goes to John Kerry, but mm. like she was really dynamic and interesting speaker and uh has a lot of experience served at the head of dep i think or equivalent in connecticut for a while Uh, she's a born and raised in massachusetts just really interesting speaker talked about cop 28 or whatever what the what the right number of that was that she was just at in dubai yep. yep Um, really engaging speaker, so I enjoyed that. Um, as far as interactions at the conference, I was asked and joined in uh, the new attendee session, which is the first session, 8 o'clock on Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was about 15 or 20 of us that signed up, uh, a couple managers, a couple mayors, select board members to make sure we got uh, representation for all the attendees there's like 200 new attendees that oh, came wow. and so I got to meet a lot of new people and kind of uh, engage with folks who had never been to a conference before and see what their interests were and help them find a direction throughout the conference and what might be most meaningful for them so it was good I awesome. never did that before
1: yeah I liked it a little mentor action little, yep yeah. exactly
0: so it was enjoyable nice so I started officially the my second year on the Massachusetts Municipal Association Board and uh, the Managers Association Executive Committee. So um, I'm excited about that. Yeah. So
1: Anything to look forward to or are you just excited?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of work that we're going to be doing with the administration Uh, particularly, and hopefully the legislature, because the governor filed legislation known as the Municipal Empowerment Act, which attempts to make reforms with regards to a variety of things that will be helpful to local government, including new revenue opportunities and changes to some existing, say, red tape in state legislation that impacts our operations. So That should definitely be a highlight over the course of the next year as that works its way through. We'll see how quickly it goes.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Glad you had a good time at the conference and saw all our friends.
0: Yeah. (laughs) What else is up in the the show?
1: We have our second annual Town Meeting Member Interest Forum coming up on February 8th at 7 p.m. at Oak Middle School. So... um, We hosted this last year, kind of spearheaded by Teresa Flynn um, to kind of give the community like an inside look at the time commitment, kind of what the town meeting member body like does. Um, It's going to be super intimidating to run for a position that you don't know anything about. So Mm -hmm. um, that's coming up and we had to reschedule our homeowner basics forum That was supposed to be last week, but with the weather, it wasn't safe to kind of have people out and about at that time. Mm -hmm. So it'll now be February 20th at 6 p.m. at the police department. So if you already signed up, you don't really need to do anything, but if you want to sign up, you still have basically a month to do so. So it'll be super interesting with all different town staff and kind of just let people that are new homeowners in town or current homeowners in town kind of get to know um, ins and outs and just basics with I like that. your interaction as a homeowner with your municipality. So that's
0: another good point of engagement. Yeah, I, really I
1: like that. shout out to Patty Sheehan, the building inspector, for kind of coming up with the idea and bringing all the stakeholders together. So great, it's awesome. That's all I really have for yeah. what's new in the Shrew. Um, what's up in the Shrew? I like new though. -hmm. I I think we can change
0: stuff on the fly. I
1: don't uh, know. (laughs) Um, No. But let's kind of dive into our topic for today, talking about the fleet management um, division, which like you said at the beginning is our newest division within DPW. Um,
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we are always looking to provide the right resources, leadership and uh, skill sets, you know, to meet the needs and, um, like many towns, I would say, uh, although I haven't read all the history books on this, you know, most towns, even even the smaller ones, have some type of vehicle maintenance um, mm-hmm. that occurs by staff within their traditional highway division, yeah. right? That's where most of the heavy equipment is. Uh, a lot of them also do some servicing of um maybe police cruisers or something like that but shrewsbury given our size and uh the way we've approached the department of public works since 2018 it became really obvious and evident that uh, we need some more resources in that area that we could probably build upon and leverage those skill sets that we have within the division to Um, provide more comprehensive uh, support outside of the Department of Public Works to police um, and maybe some additional departments in the future that we can talk about uh, once Joel comes on Um, but it's really um, a ton of work that's going on within this division we have we have a huge fleet of vehicles that we need to support and they range from public safety and heavy-duty equipment to you know um traditional passenger passenger vehicles and many of those were greening our fleet and going to ev so it's you know becoming complicated and um be, needs beyond full-time management of, of that it's a big asset of the town and the better we keep our fleet uh, the more we can manage costs and certainly a huge return on investment from the work that we do within the division um and i look forward to talking about some of those projects i'm sure people yeah. you know may be able to you know think about uh the scope of work that we do but i'm pretty sure that will exceed their expectations <laughs> when we get into some projects when we talk about it with joel so yeah so it wasn't part of the original uh dpw mm-hmm. like when it was established in 2018 but um it's definitely uh i think a, an interesting part about our operations and i'm really proud of of the work that the division does and and the support that they provide uh to Really, a growing number of town departments um, as our fleet expands, as yeah. our business needs. Dictate. I feel
1: like their like goal like aligns with like the rest of the DPW pretty well about mm-hmm. like maintaining like our infrastructure and being mm-hmm. like proactive, yep. as well as like reactive when something like breaks down on the fly. But yep. by like investing time and energy yeah. into maintaining our fleet, we avoid a lot of those like reactive yeah. situations. Some are unavoidable, but. Yep. Um, they're super skilled, and we're lucky to have our fleet management team.
0: Yeah, so I mean, part of the work that they they do uh, still is very complement. Well, always has been, but is still complementary and and has specific focus during DPW weather mm-hmm. events response and things like that. But it's 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 so much broader than that. Yeah. Um, even in other divisions within the Department of Public Works and then other departments generally. So I look forward to this conversation and and hearing what those best practices are and how we're maybe similar to towns and, and different than others. So um, I guess without further ado, it's time to bring on the Fleet Management Division Director, Joel Kimball. So uh, welcome to the Town Manager Download, Joel. It's a pleasure to have you here.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: This is great. Of course. Yeah. So we look forward to talking about the uh, Fleet Management Division. Uh, What we always like to take the opportunity to have uh, our listeners get to know the guests a little bit more into detail. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your career path into local government and the position that you're in, you know, how long you've been with the town and um, how you ended up as the Fleet Management Division Manager.
3: Sure. Um, so I'm originally uh, from Nashville. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> born and raised, and so is my family. Okay. Um, like we were just uh, off air talking. I went to Asabet Trade School, and I graduated there. Uh, studied metal uh, welding and fabrication. Um, from there, I uh, went to work for a uh, local hauling company, and I spent twelve years right out of school. Twelve years with them uh doing road work welding and started turning wrenches for them and mm-hmm. um then i went from there to a fire truck dealership uh right down the road actually the same fire truck dealership that uh Shrewsbury sold their trucks to uh buy their trucks from okay so i was kind of neat seeing the Shrewsbury truck coming through before i mm-hmm. <laughs> still got pictures of my kids sitting in front of it mm-hmm. uh before Shrewsbury took delivery of it and um and I was just getting to the, uh, to the end of all that and spent enough time behind the windshield driving around doing road work. And um, I remember coming down here as a kid, seeing all the uh, the large toys and everything that they got to <laughs> play with down at the uh, highway barn and, yep. and everything, and I was just in awe of it. And uh, I saw our opening, uh, applied for it, a couple rounds of interviews, they hired me. Um, what position was that do you remember that was just uh i was a technician okay so um just on the floor and um i was the full-time at the time uh there was only three in the garage and okay. one was a half and half mm-hmm. and i was the full-time mechanic mm-hmm. for the time um and then uh my supervisor jim libby he retired and uh i went for the position got that that was the supervisor um, for roughly um about 5 years or so. Okay. And then town saw a need for a fleet management division.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And I was lucky enough to uh be chosen for the position. Yeah.
0: Great. So, let's jump so when you were at the uh Fire Truck Dealership, was that were you doing manufacturing or fit-outs or what was
2: your role there?
3: So I was the uh, foreman on the floor there, okay, um, and uh, I used to do a lot of aluminum welding okay. and setups. We would do complete refurbishments. Um, brand new trucks would come in uh, for towns all throughout New England. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also go out and do the road work. Mm-hmm. Um, where I wore many hats mm-hmm. uh, while being there, and um, yeah, it was I. Aluminum is probably one of my most favorite things to work with. Like okay. Welding or forming or anything, so hmm. that was great. But I saw uh, just really interested in the position with the town. Like I said, being from here. Yeah. That my father worked for the town. Yeah. My grandfather worked for the town. So all in the highway divisions. Okay. My father left at the uh, Blizzard right after the Blizzard of seventy eight. So it's kinda cool to work in the same garage your father did. Yeah. Yeah. And That's everything. Really
0: cool. So Yeah. Nice. So um, you had mentioned, of course, you know, being in the fleet management division um, at one point uh, when you started, there were two and a half employees there. What, mm-hmm. What's it like now? Talk about your staff. How do you have things set up and um, how many how many people work for you?
3: Yeah. Um, I have a really uh, real talented team, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah. Um, you know we have a there's a total of 4 of us okay for everybody in town including and that's including myself mm-hmm. um i have a, a working for a uh, supervisor mm-hmm. and then two techs underneath him um and uh you know it's we have a very interesting position in our jobs uh that we need to know a broad amount mm-hmm. of just about everything mm-hmm. it's um so any anything from uh chainsaw to a lawnmower to a snowblower to a loader to a big jump dump truck to a police car Mm -hmm. um you see a lot a lot of different things come through the door so um you kind of gotta have that attitude of you know what can i work on next Mm -hmm. and, and find it cool so
0: nice so i remember whenever we were having the internal conversations about uh the fleet division uh we wanted to really be clear from the outset that it was more about, you know, maintenance, right? So it's not, it's not the fleet maintenance division, which I think is a traditional name that's used, right? It's the fleet management division. Right. And so why don't you talk about your role in, in planning for equipment and working with other department heads and some things that you do specifically as, as the manager, and, you know, and I know we're getting into EVs and all <laughs> those other things. So yeah. how do we pick vehicles and, and what makes sense from your standpoint?
3: So, um, there's a certain things that i take into consideration and as we move forward um i like to uh work with the other division managers um and uh you know try and figure out what's out there for technology what's there something different that we can do um as new technology vehicles everything sets getting introduced Mm -hmm. should we be at the forefront of it should we jump in right Mm -hmm. you know right away or should we kind of play it out, let it go for a couple of years, um, and also what can we take a look at as how things we've been, you know, things we've been doing? Um, is there a more efficient way to do it mm-hmm. and everything? So yeah, I mean, you brought up EVs, and that's been a whole whole lot of conversations about those, mm-hmm. you know, whether or not it's right uh, for everybody, mm-hmm. or whether or not um, you know where they fit in. And mm-hmm. I think we've made some good goals and. Good strives towards getting them in implemented where uh, we can help them. You know they can help us out in town and everything. So
1: we've done like other exploration too. Like we did the the pro. We visited a facility that uses like the propane. Yep. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. to fuel their vehicles and
3: yeah. Why just, don't you talk about that a yeah, little bit? Yeah, cool. that's that's <laughs> it. It, was, a fun it, visit, it yeah. was it was. I had no idea about it, so I attended a um, uh, all wheel seminar and uh, where they really talked heavily this year about propane and um, being a dual use uh, fuel in the vehicles they start on gas and then when they get up to temperature they seamlessly swap over to propane Um, and then if you run out of propane um, it'll seamlessly swap back to gas Mm -hmm. Um, looking at the amount of uh, carbon emissions and everything that propane i mean it's It's a very interesting technology and um the problem that we seem to be running into with evs is 24 hour operation Mm -hmm. i mean how do you have a truck out there plowing let's say for 24 hours and recharging it for eight out of those you know and also the cost Mm -hmm. you know uh you know and everything so it's a it's a real interesting technology Mm -hmm. um we were lucky enough to have somebody in town um, that it, has been utilizing it for ten plus years, mm-hmm. and they've had great results with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very early stages of looking into it, mm-hmm. of whether or not it would be a viable option mm-hmm. or anything for twenty four seven operations yeah, and stuff. So, so it, yeah, it, much less carbon. Yeah, it's almost uh, from what he was reporting only you know up to ninety eight percent less. Oh wow. And everything. So yeah. and. Um, You know, we have, it's a nature of the, nature of the industry and everything of when you're out on the -hmm. the winter, uh, whether it be a water break or a catch basin repair or Mm -hmm. any one of these divisions that, you know, you got to keep the vehicle running in order to keep warm. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's just, you know, it's part of the job, like you say. Yeah. Um, So is an ev perfect for that 24 7 type right. operation one in the morning they're out there their hands are freezing you got to yep. keep it going yeah um the hybrid options just don't seem to be there yet mm-hmm. for a gas electric hybrid but um not a, not as much um savings
0: either not not you're not looking at 98 percent less carbon emissions from a from a, a hybrid vehicle right yeah right yeah you know
3: yeah and um you know to buy actually the to buy the propane fuel itself mm. is um if you buy it in a wholesale situation it's much cheaper than mm-hmm. regular gas and everything so it's um it's a very interesting technology yeah. and you know and i
0: assume it applies to um some areas that evs are lagging in as far as heavy
3: equipment and things like that definitely yeah. definitely yeah you know there's um The heavier trucks that plow for us, Mm -hmm. you know, and that we have that plow, Um, it's just not there. Not even for a vehicle, for a larger vehicle, say with just a something as simple as a lift gate on the rear for picking up something heavy. Yeah, that hasn't gone that direction yet. Mm -hmm. And um, let alone a twenty-four-seven response, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. uh, operation such as ours. Yeah.
0: So. So how does this all correlate back, Joel? We talked a little bit about uh, your staff um and and we're looking forward to you know lowering our carbon footprint and always being more efficient sustainable in our operations um you know is one thing and and then you identified a range of things that you all are responsible a range of assets that you are responsible for maintaining for the town and that may be you know something from a chainsaw or a weed whacker to you know a three hundred thousand dollar or half a million dollar vac truck,
3: mm-hmm. yep, right? that's on so, order. <laughs> so,
0: you know, so what does, what's a normal day look like? How do you, how do you manage such a, a diverse uh, set of assets like that for the town? And, um, you know, how do you go about uh, making sure that everything is up and operating and replaced and ordered and
3: everything in <laughs> it's, between? It's a challenge mm-hmm. is, you know, some days are worse than others, mm-hmm. it seems. Uh, like anything else and other, you know, places and divisions. We're running lean, Mm -hmm. you know, with, you know, uh, a startup division and looking forward, trying to build and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, We usually start off our day with a a short toolbox meeting um, where we all kind of just gather around, see where we're at with jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, sometimes uh, on the way in, you know, uh, a service from the police may be added mm-hmm. to it where can we jump around who may need help can we take in that service um you know any type of directions or anything like that that may need to change um, i'll jump in anywhere to help mm-hmm. um, with my guys and everything especially it's tough to take the wrench out of your hand so <laughs> <laughs> yep. as much you know as much as we have to but um you know the, When my schedule allows, I'll jump in. I'll Mm -hmm. get right down on the floor with them. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether it be ordering or running parts, a lot of times that's a a big help. Mm -hmm. Um, Or uh, getting, you know, rolling my sleeves up, getting right into them, Mm -hmm. the job right next to the tech and helping them out. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so we try to be as proactive um, in repairs as we can. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you never know when the phone's going to ring or somebody's going to, you know, knock on the door and they could have a headlight out or a flat tire or Mm -hmm. you get a call that uh, you know truck is down on the side of the road and Mm -hmm. um you know stuff happens Mm -hmm. uh you know but in an all all hands on deck situation Mm -hmm. you know and everybody's running every other direction Mm um and if uh we're on our our workload is a little light we'll Mm -hmm. jump in and help other divisions also wherever we can you know um so what um
0: what departments do you work with outside of uh, the department of public works you know obviously within there you have highway and water and sewer and mm-hmm. parks maintenance you know probably the vehicles that people see very often but then you know do you work with the police department you know what what other what other departments do you work with
3: yeah we um we take care of all the uh, the police mm-hmm. um except for their motorcycles okay <laughs> <laughs> uh But, yeah, we take care of all the police. We've been recently um, taking on uh, the COA Mm -hmm. and um, also uh, the school. We've been helping out and lending a hand to also. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my thought process is if it's a town asset, it's our job. You Mm -hmm. know, it's not. We'll jump. Whether or not it's something we normally see or, I mean, uh, Selco has come down a handful of times Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, they need something real quick or whatever. Mm -hmm. We'll pull their truck in and take care of it. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's always open, or they're all public, so. Sure.
0: Let's let's get into the specifics of some of that work. So, on uh, on those with the DPW vehicles and and the police department uh stuff that you service most frequently, what what type of work do you do on the vehicles? Is it just uh, routine maintenance? Do you do other types of
3: repairs? Um a good amount of what we do mostly with I would say Services and routine maintenance PD is probably our largest customer, okay. Let's say, yep. Um, as where uh, other divisions and everything, mm-hmm. which tend to have, tend to be a little seasonal, um, such as highway, mm-hmm. where when they're in winter mode, we try and take care of the summer, the sweepers and stuff, um, and also respond to the uh, uh storms and everything that they have going on, mm-hmm. um, so. They'd probably be on our maintaining um, type schedule. They highway, I'd say, would be our largest okay. customer just for the yep. sheer size of how much uh, equipment they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we work with water and sewer also, mm-hmm. um, whatever they may need, and mm-hmm. between servicing or rechassing bodies or anything like that. And uh, I, I like to think that we do quite a bit for mm-hmm. just the four of us down there. Sure. And everything so.
0: Yeah, so what have been some – we'll get into some Hmm. major refurbishment projects that I know you guys have worked on, especially over the past few summers, but what type of major, you know, repairs do you do or have you guys come across recently, Um, you know, beyond just general preventative maintenance, beyond breaks, things like that? What other type of work do you guys have the skill
3: set to take on? Um, In my time that we've been here, we've done jobs such as – one of the dump trucks replacing a, a head on the um, engine itself. Okay. Um, we replaced a whole engine for the animal control uh, vehicle just last summer. We sourced an engine and did a whole complete engine swap.
2: Okay.
3: Um, you know, uh, if we can see something that we can build a better mousetrap with, mm-hmm. we'll get into that. Um, I like to try and keep as much in house as I can. Um, one to keep the guys busy and. Mm-hmm. To you know feel that's our job so sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah you know they don't need us if we're sending everything out right so um but yeah we get into some you know from time to time getting into some pretty large projects yeah so um let's talk about some of those kind of bigger scale
0: replacements i'm always amazed to see the pictures that you send up to the office you know as you're uh, working your way through a project and. I know we have highlighted some of those yeah, on social media. Got to
1: share one in the last newsletter that went out yeah. in the fall. So yeah, why don't we Your talk fate. about some of them? Favorite. A, yeah,
3: that was a body rebuild. Yeah, yeah. Was. yeah. yeah. What, what was that
0: project, and how did you decide to take it on, and how did it turn out?
3: So the project uh, that one we um, the 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 dump body itself was in good enough shape to be saved. Um, but the cost of buying a new one, uh, things have gone extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also a truck that uh, the division uses quite a bit and everything. So we looked at um, cost of what we could do in-house. We ended up cutting out the whole floor of the body after removing it from the truck. Um, the hoist and everything, the pistons were worn out. Mm-hmm. Looked at the cost and it, uh of um, replacing that hole with a new ho- new underbody hoist, and um, we did send it out for some sandblasting and some heavy duty marine paint and mm-hmm. and stuff. The salt likes to eat stuff, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so we're trying to prevent them and keep them in. Uh, yeah. You know these assets that uh, they're quite expensive to begin with, mm-hmm. and it's nothing that we're turning over every five years or anything like that right. because the the to get the most out of the truck mm-hmm. um doing the best that we can yeah so that was a pretty big project last year and actually we took on two projects last year the, okay the second one being uh which would probably be one of my favorite okay um and um we actually swapped the whole cab off of a one of the salt trucks okay. again like i said the salt like to eat away at it um, the truck is slated to be uh replaced and the truck is on order but we had to do something to keep it in service. Um, the cheapest most cost effective route was to actually find a whole complete donor truck uh, working with some local uh, vendors that we have. We were actually able to source one out of all places but Maine. Okay? And it was actually in really really good shape. Um, so that one was one of my favorite jobs because we actually removed the body from the frame We in-house. We removed the donor body. um, Ended up having to swap over the whole electrical harness inside it, and it's stuff that you don't typically get to do on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other part of that was one of my techs is a uh, a very promising young Mm up-and-coming technician, and uh, you know we the town we were able to give him a shot at a position, and um, somebody gave me a shot one day and. Mm You know, and he has taken the ground running, so I was able to to take him under my wing a little bit and mm-hmm. show him some things about it, and you know, uh, let him head up a lot of the project. And mm-hmm. you know, it's a good feeling when you get it all back together and mm-hmm. turn that key and it starts and then yep. it works <laughs> and it heads out the gate. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: How do you uh, how do you have the confidence to do something? Because I'm sure you've never done. You know a cab replacement on a big yeah. dump truck before and you know how do you like how do you even approach that you know there's there's no s- step-by-step instructions
3: from ikea I guess. No. <laughs> no and a lot of the parts they didn't even make anymore so okay. you know being a welder fabricator uh making a lot of those parts such as cab mounts and everything we you just you just got to figure it out and get it done and mm-hmm. you know having a, a good uh you know can do attitude, <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> um, yeah. you know, definitely helps. But having somebody that wants it wants to do the job too, and be and, and share share sharing that mm-hmm. the, the win, you know. Uh, How many hours do you
0: think goes into a project like that combined from everyone?
3: So that project, we were able to uh, pick away at throughout the summer,
0: mm-hmm. um,
3: but probably start to finish, um, everything in line was probably if I was to put one guy on it and start to finish it'd probably be a month and a half to two months okay um, but we were able to work away at it and you know a couple times like I say we're only so many guys and
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know had to pull them off of it to work on something else and um, it's uh it always is a challenge to find the right people and, mm-hmm. you know you get that right team and your core group of guys and mm-hmm. you know and, and you're there to help them and guide them through it and you got to train the next generation so yeah yeah, yeah. they're out there just got to find them
2: yeah
0: so similarly, how do you, how do you kind of stay up to date with best practices? I, you know, imagine that the dump truck that we're talking about probably has a few decades on the road,
3: you know, if you're uh, doing that type of work on it, but, you know. Getting close to, two. yeah, now, it's like 2006.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, maybe, you know, not so old, but, you know, we're also, or I know you also are dealing with, you know, 2023, 2024, fully electric plug-in vehicles that you know are under your responsibility so how do you how do you how do you stay up to date um with technology
3: that is uh definitely a challenge um especially working with uh, certain manufacturers and everything that don't want to give out any of that information <clears throat> you know mm-hmm. uh luckily uh technicians and stuff tend to we tend to build good relationships and work in relationships with um people that we've met before in the past and maybe worked with and everything, mm-hmm. or whether it be uh, vendors or um, other fleet managers or anything, I'm on a fleet fleet manager uh, committee that we all kind of meet up and every three months or so and okay. just spend the day and, you know, hey, what's, what's working for you? What's not working for you? I'm having trouble with these. Um, I'm uh, lucky enough that I've met some really good people throughout the industry in my mm-hmm. uh, time in it that, i mean uh for instance uh just a couple of months ago i didn't know something about a code on one of the uh, cat loaders tobaccos for uh selco and um i know a guy that's a i used to work with that's now a cat tech Mm
2: -hmm.
3: so i haven't talked to him in probably about a year or two but we were able to pick up right where we left Mm -hmm. off and you know never be afraid to ask the question and I would do the same for him. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of old-time friends that'll reach out to me about welding questions or anything, and sure. you know, um, you just build these relationships, and um, mm-hmm. front office doesn't usually like it when you're calling the text out on the floor because they <laughs> want everything <laughs> to go through them, <laughs> but sure. you know, it's like, hey, I oh, you know, yeah. worked with them, or you yeah. know, being from town, I've run into a lot of people that like, you know, were my neighbors, and it's like, yeah. oh, wow, you know? Yeah. So no that's great i mean it
0: seems like you're doing your best to stay up on technology and best practices and keep the division um headed in the right direction and supporting all the efforts of of a variety of departments um so uh it's interesting to to think about the the variety of of the scope of work and just having uh four employees in total within the division and i know in the future, we're looking to continue to expand the role. So I'm sure it's something that you're planning for over the next five to 10 years to be able to take more things on.
3: Oh, yeah. 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 We've already, you know, and um, we've already taken on a, a lot of extra stuff also, mm-hmm. uh, such as a, you know, tire machine, mounting and balancing. Yeah. Um, we, you know, able to take on that in-house. Uh, probably the ones that benefit the most from it is PD um, okay. just for the sheer amount of miles and everything, and yeah. a 24-7 operation that they're constantly running. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, what used to take, say, four hours between getting two people, bringing the vehicle there, dropping it off, waiting for them to do it, going back, picking with those two people, picking it up, the two people coming back, we have now shaved down to about an hour, if long. that. Yep. and we just get it in get it up on the lift yep. we can change them in house we have them in stock we're saving money on you know mounting and balancing fees
0: mm-hmm.
3: and on that you know uptime so the vehicles aren't out of service and
2: yeah
0: i know you know helping to move the division to be uh, the best uh you, you can be also you, you that was i think there are two parts to your capital improvement request that you got for fiscal year 23 that that mounting machine and then um, a different approach with the tools and equipment that you have in the division is
3: that right yes yeah um we um the town supplies the tools for us and everything mm-hmm. which uh sometimes as a, me- a mechanic can be tough uh it's usually a you know mechanics or technicians are pretty territorial um, <laughs> when, when it comes, comes to their, their stuff okay. and everything so yep. um so what i tried to do with a capital per um, improvement and everything was uh actually get us our own the, the technicians their own working stations okay. and outfit them all three of them with the same um we are still uh still have some uh tools kicking around from the old uh, Shrewsbury high school uh automotive department and stuff okay. so you still see them etched in there that says mm-hmm. h-a-s mm-hmm. but um so it, it provides the the techs um a little bit more efficiency knowing where the, those things are instead of having to wait to borrow this tool or anything. Um, So it was kind of a different approach. Um, It was one thing that um, was on my mind from when I was hired and uh, I saw the opportunity and presented the case and everything. Mm -hmm. um, So that's definitely um, a a warm welcome from the techs and everything. Gives them their own kind of personal space and everything. Um, And uh, keeps them under lock and key even though the building's under lock and key and and it gives them yeah. a responsibility that yeah. feeling of responsibility so no, it sounds that's like worked a, out good so far yeah
0: sounds like the right move and yeah i can understand and maybe one tech is super neat and orderly and the other one's a little <laughs> less organized and i can only imagine being the orderly type yeah. of person if you needed to oh yeah deal with someone else in your toolbox you probably get a little frustrated I'll always so. wipe your tools down yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. so no, Joel, we appreciate what you do every day to help make the town uh, the best that it can be. And and I know since the division started, you being the first uh, manager of the divisions, we've made a lot of stride, strides forward and, you know, your thought process and innovation is really beneficial to the town. So um, appreciate all that work and oh, thank you. grateful to have you it's here. It's good to be heard. So um, <laughs> let's, let's switch gears a little bit about um, things that are the best
3: all right. So um, rumor has it that you like barbecue. Yeah, I've been known to uh, to fire up the barbecue from time to time.
0: All right. So,
3: <laughs> what's the best barbecue food then that, that you uh, mm. that you like? Oh, just for me, it's just but just about anything smoked really. Okay. But if I had to pick something, it would probably be uh, you know uh, the pork shoulders or pork butt or okay. just. Uh, being a welder fabricator, I have <laughs> I have a few smokers of myself. I have a four foot by six foot trailer that I can do a a whole hog on and, oh really <laughs> yeah so oh, wow. you know that's good when you get to do something like that because then you get to try all the you know between the back straps and everything yep. and um, and uh, just had a big cookout last year that we were able to do able to do twelve uh, pork butts on it, a bunch of different flavors and everything like that and space them out and yep came out real good so.
0: so you make your own smokers yeah
3: yeah and there's nothing better than just hanging around with a couple of buddies and you know a couple bud- yep. yeah. <laughs> of oh, wow. okay, yeah, buddies what buddies, like yeah. and uh, firing up the smoker and just yeah. you know that's see awesome if you can make it to the end side. of the night that's
1: the best, best
3: side with your barbecue side oh well I'm gonna have to stick with the smoking and go with uh smoking um baked beans yeah yeah that's always a always a crowd pleaser yeah. We had yeah.
1: some good barbecue in Texas. Texas, yeah. Yep.
3: Really? Are they known for that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to compare
1: bring, yeah. us a, bring us a sample uh, next time. That's yeah, weird. yeah.
3: No, it's always a good time. Yeah. yeah. So how about you, Taylor? Best I'm, barbecue food? I love food. brisket. Yeah?
1: I'm a big brisket I'm a big fan.
0: brisket fan, too. The mac and cheese. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. yeah, I like the brisket. I don't make my own smokers though. So no, I, can't, I, don't I, can't, I can't compete with that. Like,
1: I wasn't allowed to use the oven for a little bit. So I definitely <laughs> would have be you your smokers. Too much smoke? because <laughs> we're smoking stuff in the oven. It's <laughs> yeah. um, not good smoking stuff in the oven, like Joel. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well,
0: Joel, uh, this has been great. We appreciate you coming on. I appreciate all the work that you're doing. and. Um, Interesting to hear about your story in the local government and um, all the the work that you do for the town of Shrewsbury. Um, Just a reminder to our listeners that if you have an idea or a comment or anything you want to reach out to us on, you can reach us at tmdownload at shrewsburyma.gov. On behalf of Taylor Galusha, I'm Kevin Mizikar. Thank you for listening.